people are very interested to know what's happening in real estate during this this time, especially now with the new lockdown and emergency, uh, whatever you call it. Stay-at-home order. Stay-at-home order or whatever. Which is a big fucking joke because they say stay-at-home, but if you go to the website, they have a list of the 30 activities you can still be doing, including like snowmobiling and stuff like that. Like playgrounds are are still open. You know, stay at home, but go to the playground. It makes no sense. Anyway. I think anything we talk about is fine. I hate it all. I don't like the podcast anymore. Well, then let's do something that you like, because I don't want to do anything that we don't we don't like. Well, it's not that I don't like it. I just don't like. So let's food. start a new podcast today. <laughs> no, I'm fucking serious. I hate hearing that. I don't I don't like this anyway. Like, how is that fucking motivational to put out a good podcast? So let's do a podcast you want to talk about. You want to talk about fucking video games and chicken wings? Because I made some killer fucking chicken wings last night. You want to talk about, like, maybe starting a dad cast. So here's our fucking dad cast. Let's start that today. No, no. Let's let's do our thing. It's fine. All right. Well, here. Th- that was the start of episode 114 of KT Confidential, the real estate <laughs> podcast. And I'm going to ask Ian to include everything I just that we just talked about, because that is interesting to me and people need to hear the inside scoop. So there you go, folks. We're going to talk about COVID and how it has affected real estate in the last nine months and where it is now, where it is going precautions that people are taking or should be taking and uh, all of that bullshit, whether it interests Adrian or not, uh, you guys want to hear about it. So what, int- okay, let, let's just, you, you think know, they uh, do. get, let's you get off topic. Do. Yeah. Well, I think they do. I don't know. Well, if you, if you don't want us to talk about this crap, just leave us a fucking comment. It's that easy. Like, I don't want to be talking about stuff that people don't want to listen to too. So I don't just sit here to look pretty i ain't that fucking pretty and uh you know we put put a lot of time and effort into this every single week we're 114 episodes in finally we get you know some views and listeners and 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 dms after two years of of putting hard work into it but if we're producing content that you don't like as a as a viewing or listening audience then uh tell us what you want to listen to because obviously this schmuck doesn't like what we're producing so ouch well, that's how I felt when you made that comment. Actually, well, I do want to talk about my chicken wings. Here. Okay, go so, ahead. So, go ahead. so Adrian and I, Adrian and I, uh, probably a year ago, rough, more than a year ago now, said that we would start a secondary podcast potentially because he doesn't think that uh, this real estate podcast as a whole reaches a wide enough audience. And I, and I don't disagree, like not everybody is interested in listening to a real estate podcast. Although I do believe that our loyal followers do listen on a regular basis. So please somebody back me up, but um, you know, now with hockey season and I'm supporting, I see that supporting my team this morning. Usually I don't do that, but you know, I bleed blue. So I'm wearing my maple leaf sweater. Um, and I love good chicken wings. Chicken wings are like my go-to staple for when I'm watching sports, but specifically hockey, nothing more than I like than to spend three hours of doing absolutely nothing but watch a hockey game every once in a while. I do watch quite a bit of hockey, but I'm talking about like dedicating that full three hours 
watching the hockey game, making some chicken wings, having a couple of cold beer and, uh, and doing that. So I did that last night and I busted out the deep fryer for the first time in probably three years. And I'm telling you, I miss that deep fryer. I know people say, oh, you know, you should be air frying. We got an air fryer. It's bullshit. It's a freaking convection oven. Deep frying is where it's at. And uh, and a good chicken wing has to be deep fried or smoked. I've smoked some on the Traeger uh, in the last few months, and those are good too. But nothing beats a good, crispy, deep fried wing and a beautiful, nice sauce. Uh, they were delicious. I don't know where to go with that. You threw me under the bus there and then just moved on. Well, because you, you don't seem very interested today. So I have to talk about something. No, we, we, cause we didn't have a topic that I was overly keen on and I was just getting frustrated. Well, I want to bring, I want to bring value to our audience. That's okay. all. So what, what kind of value do you bring today? Mr. Trout? Uh, what would today, you like? What would you like to talk about today? Not a whole lot. The only thing uh, we could uh, we could talk about your what you want. Well, why, to why don't you tell? Okay, before we go into COVID discussion, because I think uh, for the same point, a lot of people are tired of hearing COVID stuff. Although I do believe, as a general public, people are very interested to know what's happening in real estate during this this time, especially now with the new lockdown and emergency, uh, whatever you call it, and uh, stay at home and, order. Stay yeah, at home stay, order. Stay at home order. Which is a big fucking joke because they say stay at home, but if you go to the website, they have a list of the thirty activities you can still be doing, including well, that's like what that's what Natalie and stuff like that. That's what Natalie said. Like playgrounds are are still open. You know, stay at home, but go to the playground. It makes no sense. Anyway, I'm at the office all by myself. You're in your basement all by yourself. So you so should be at the office because you could technically work from home. That's According to the rules, you shouldn't be I, there. I don't know. If you think I could pull off this podcast today in my house, you got something coming. <laughs> you All should right. have insulated uh, your ceiling. There's a tip. There's a tip for somebody. You're finishing your basement. Insulate your ceiling. I right? don't, in, in, in my house? Dude, there is a fucking bouncy castle on top, right over above my office. Well, Do you think is that? <laughs> Do you think it would make a difference? COVID, okay? We're not taking the kids to the park, so we got them a bouncy castle. I think that's pretty fair. Um, if if you think putting any kind of insulation above or between the uh, um, joists and, and the floorboards and, and the, uh, well, there's and the a ceiling in my for office. Contractors, there's a general contractor or a tradesman out there that's listening. To what degree of noise reduction would we experience? I'd well, there's different types of materials you can use too, right? Like if you say my my objective is to denton sound, then there's sound dentoning materials. And like you would be building a home theater basically, right? Like home theaters, you got all kinds of well, stuff. Well, I mean, if you want to get technical, like when we sold a house in Mississauga in Lisgar, where the owner built a separate room in the basement for his theater, but it was a room within the room so that it was completely boxed in and completely disconnected from the rest of the house. It was not, the ceiling of the room was not screwed into the ceiling above. I get and, it. It's like one of those uh, uh, little stations, those booths that I wanted to buy for 
for our yeah. office uh, for work, like the workstations, right? I wonder if they're COVID friendly. Well, sure it is. You're isolated by yourself. Um, I wonder if it like festers and it's like a petri dish dish for COVID. So one person leaves and it just grows in there, and that. Well, it's like a washroom too, right? Like, yeah, I suppose. I, I imagine they have a ventilation or something. Uh, anyways, so that was extremely effective. Like you could be standing, he had like two doors to go through to get into this one room. And you could have this theater system, which was unbelievable, cranked to its max. And you would hardly hear it standing outside of the door, let alone on a different floor. Did you insulate the ceiling in your basement? No, I was going to, originally I was going to, it was in my list. And then I was trying to find areas to cut back. And that's one of the things I did instead of the insulation, I did opt for the, um, uh, I can't really call it something channel, fairing channel. Um, anyways, there's, um, metal strips like that. The drywall is screwed into instead of being screwed, uh, directly into the floor joists. Yes. supposed to help reduce noise and et cetera. It doesn't help at all, I don't think. Well, especially your main floor is hardwood floors. So uh, yeah. you you get that resonance that that uh, the noise just between... I think it's bearing channel. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Anyways, I, I don't think... I mean, I, I obviously haven't had the ceiling up without it, so I don't have anything to compare to, but it's still noisy as anything. Um, when the kids are running around, or if they're riding their little cars around, I I can't be on the phone or anything like that. Um, Where do you play your video games in the basement? Right there. And and I'm assuming, oh, you wear your headphones, so everything goes through headphones, not the speakers, right? Right. Okay. But Alicia and I watch movies down here all the time at night. And and how does the noise carry into the main floor? Um. If it's loud, it's noticeable, but not terrible on the third floor. Like we listen to movies that are fairly loud at night and the kids don't wake up, but we've yeah. also done that since they were infants. Right. So, so they're used to it. Yeah. I'm sure that's how is, part of how it. How is the PS5, by the way? Uh, it's good. I mean, it's, it's not like it's leaps and bounds noticeably better than the previous one. It does the same thing. It's not like it does... So it's I mean, like upgrading fancier. from an iPhone 11 to 12 kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, it's super fast, which is nice. So you load things a lot quicker. And it's got all the, you know, it's got Disney and Netflix and all that, which I think the other one may or may not have had as well. But it's good. Happy with why, it. It's, why, I'm just curious. I don't know because I, my, my TVs uh, are smart TVs and we use the Apple TV as well. Mm-hmm. Why would you need it on your PlayStation? What's that? The the apps like for Disney and all that. Well, it's just another place to have it, I suppose. We don't have an Apple TV down here. We did, but the one we had upstairs for the kids was older. It didn't have it couldn't have Disney. So we took the newer Apple TV upstairs. Yeah. Gotcha. So that's why. For me it works. Is there a new Call of Duty out? Um yeah, but I don't play it. That's not that good. What, oh, what the are you big playing? thing. The big what are you thing playing right the, now? Well, it's Call of Duty, but it's not. It's like a different version. I still play the original Call of Duty Warzone, not this one that's called Call of Duty Black Ops. 
no Cold War. It's different. It's like a different era of fighting, of war. I see. I see. But um, anyways, it's the PS5 is 4K. That makes a big difference. So that I didn't mention. So that's a big difference. Even playing the same video games that I was playing before can now be processed in 4K. And it's like night and day. So that's nice. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. I I, I just realized last night because my kids they like to take the um they call them remotes the controllers and i don't let them play the video games yet but uh you know they they just play around with them right like they pushing the buttons and and whatever uh not really not really um but you know they they think it's just a remote and they don't know what it controls right but anyway i just realized throughout covid through since since march i have not played one single video game since march of last year holy cow yeah i think i well i i played one game of the new uh uh whatever nhl 21 or whatever when it came out uh which i think was oh so i played i played one video game back in august or september in the last i remember something vaguely about you getting a game or something yeah, nine or ten months. Well, I downloaded it from from the PlayStation Store, right? Right. Um, anyway, um, wanted to talk a little bit about because you wanted to send a newsletter out to to our database. Yes. Um, well, it stemmed from two clients asking me questions around the topic of selling their house. Currently, now that the new information regarding the stay at home order has been released and how it affects them, if it affects them. Or it affects us. So, what was the newsletter gonna say? Well, just gonna summarize. We, we decided we're not sending that out, and no, because it's not relevant to everybody, and we don't want to bombard everyone's inbox with irrelevant COVID information. COVID shit. Get everyone um, unsubscribing from our mailing list because we send this annoying email, which I'm I'm glad uh, you you decided it was a bad idea. Well, we don't send very many emails. So when we do send something, I, I like it to be something yeah. that people actually will watch or yeah. read or whatever. Well, especially in this day and age, I get so much bullshit. I, I, I Almost every day now, I just started unsubscribing from so much stuff. that I, I don't even know how I, I, I ever got subscribed to. I don't believe I ever did subscribe to it, to be honest. Your, so. your inbox is the equivalent of my storage room in my basement. Not anymore. I, oh. have, five, I have five emails in there and they're wow. all in there with actionable items. One is highlighted as action. Another is highlighted, highlighted as awaiting response. So I'm impressed. I'm impressed. The last time I saw your box was, uh, about a month, uh, a year ago and it had like 1200, uh, it was not very pretty. Well, <laughs> I cleaned it up. 12, 1200 cleaned emails in there or something. Good for you. Good for you. So no, what was, was the, what were you, what were you going to say in the newsletter? Um, okay. So, well, okay. So recently we've got a listing coming up later in February. So you can imagine, we've already got the ball rolling. Things are in, in motion. We've got photos scheduled, listing dates scheduled, et cetera. Um, so news comes out on what day was it? Tuesday, Monday, uh, Tuesday, Monday, 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 I think news comes out on Monday Ford stands up and tells us all the new protocols and rules surrounding, um, the pandemic so we've got the new stay-at-home order and even till today 
is still very vague and there's lots of uh, questionable things out there in terms of what can or cannot be done. But people are wondering, they're wondering, okay, well, I'm, I'm selling my house. I bought a new house. I'm closing on it. I have to sell. So two questions came up or two topics. One is, is my new house still being built? Uh, and am I going to close on time? And assuming that I am, how does that affect me from the sale perspective? Because a lot of these people that have bought can't afford two houses. And, and many of them can't afford the new house if their new house takes or their existing house takes a significant hit in terms of value. So they're concerned about how it's affecting the market as a whole um, and how it will affect their house on an individual basis in terms of selling it. And they should be concerned because sure. there's that there's that unknown and there's that factor of holy crap i just bought a new house for one and a half million dollars and my current million dollar home uh is on the line now so i got two and a half million bucks at stake and we're being told to stay home how does that affect me um it's a question we've been getting over the last nine ten months as long as we've been yeah can you believe now nine ten months basically that we have been working from home. Like I've been doing most, mostly everything virtually. Yes, I am at the KT studio, uh, which is located at 75 Main Street in Milton. But our front door to this office has not been open at all since last March, beginning of March. And uh, I'm here alone. Uh, you know, we sanitize everything coming in and leaving. And uh, only one uh, one representative of the company is allowed to be um, working from the office at a time. So uh, we are, real estate agents are still considered and have been this entire time uh, a necessity. And, here's the thing, um, the real estate industry as a whole, from all the various facets of the industry, from construction to sales and leasing, it's so it's an, it's enormous, right? So, well, even if you think make, about, <laughs> as soon as they make one, uh, if, if you know, if they agree that okay, well, new home constructions have to continue because people are relying on those homes to move into and they need somewhere to live. Immediately, it affects everybody in the chain of that whole process, right? Well, of From, course, and 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 think of like all of the fine details that. In in terms of home construction, yeah, like now now the per now the company or the person that's supplying the screws needs to operate, which right. means their their manufacturing facility needs to operate, the trucks to distribute them or the warehouses that are going to the third party distribution companies are going to have to operate, um, the receiving people for the builder are going to have to be there you know so there's a chain uh, and a trickle down effect that happens and even in our our business like in, in our business model if you list your property with us uh there are a number of suppliers and people involved in the process of preparing the home like our cleaning staff our floor plant technicians our staging uh, and staging team um you know, so there are so many things that happen, which now become, you know, a part of that essential core business. So they are considered essential as well. 
Yeah. Well, I was at a revisit, uh, by a revisit the other day, and it's a house that they intend to do some extensive renovations to. And we had uh, four plant technician there doing the proper measurements to produce the CAD files for drawings uh, that can be used in the design. There was a, a, an interior designer there. There was a general contractor there. There was an engineer there. Like there's so many uh, people uh, involved in the process. Um, so the one thing where it was affected and we've seen in the past, I don't know how bad it is right now because we're not directly involved with uh, the construction side of things, but lumber was among other uh, materials was uh, in short supply. So that um, did affect us a bit uh, and, and not us so much, but um, it affected prices and directly affected prices a bit. Uh, may have slowed down construction a bit, certain aspects. Um, but all in all, um, I think now, unless they impose like a complete lockdown and completely stop the economy, uh, which is unlikely, I think people are very desensitized now, especially compared to where we were a year ago. So we haven't seen any major impacts. If anything, I mean, the market's just stupid busy right now and prices are up. Yeah, talking about real estate specifically, because I don't want to get into how people are are reacting or how they feel or any of that crap because um quite frankly people are going to do what they want to do right now and don't have any control over it and what i think about it might not be what you think about it or what somebody listening might be thinking about it all i know is you know i i hope everybody is just staying safe and wearing masks and sanitizing and distancing and doing all those things so we can finally have some normalcy back and get back to normal. Like it's, it's our children that are missing out more than anything. I don't care. I don't care if I have to work out of my basement or, or like this for another year, but um, I do care if I can't take my kids to the, you know, science center and to the, to the zoo and, and to the playgrounds and, and do all the things I want to do with them, you know, and that's what I care about. And, you know, I just, uh, I hope we get there sooner rather than later, but how it affects real estate. So in March, April, and you guys can all go back and, and watch some of the podcasts that we did back then, because we talked about it. Um, we never shut down our business completely, but in March and April, we weren't taking on any new clients. Uh, we said that we would help anybody that absolutely had to um, buy or sell, otherwise they'd be out on the streets. Um, and there were a few of those people that that we managed to um, assist. And we did so safely and very cautiously, uh, took a lot of precautions. Um, you know, our PPE kits that we made for all of our clients and anybody visiting our uh, listed properties for, I don't know, we, we kept that going for about four or five months to make sure that, uh, Especially we in the beginning, because very, not many people had their own PPE. Yeah. So we provided the booties, the gloves, uh, the masks, sanitizer. sanitizer, and, um, and we navigated through a very difficult time, very successfully. We ended up having a, a fantastic year overall, our best year ever, actually. So we're, I consider ourselves very, very lucky to to have a good business model that that people can trust. That um, uh, that we 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 were successful, and and I knock on wood for that. But um, the prices have skyrocketed in the last 18 months skyrocketed 
less than that. A very short period of time. It's crazy. Well, if you look in the last year, but specifically in the last, I look at the last 18 months because I like to have a sample size beyond COVID, uh, yeah. you know, when you're going backwards and conveniently, that's when you and I roughly, when you and I bought our last investment property and, um, and we knew we, we, we bought it right, but I can't believe the increase on, you know, townhomes so you know for for those of you listening we we bought a pretty basic three bedroom two and a half bathroom townhome with a finished not a really nicely finished basement but finished nonetheless yeah well i don't know there's some value there maybe i shouldn't say that but uh it's it's on a super nice quiet street right next to the park and backs onto green space. And that's why we bought it. It's in our neighborhood and we paid in the mid six hundreds for it. Um, we closed on it August of 2019. I think we bought it maybe in June of 2019. So it's about 18 months ago and we paid mid six hundreds for it. It's now worth probably eight and a quarter to eight fifty. Um, so you're talking 175 to $200,000 increase on a $650,000 purchase in 18 months. And I'm using that as an example because I got the numbers off the top of my head and I watch them closely for that because we own it, but that's totally relevant for most properties in Milton, a lot of properties in Guelph and some of the areas we've been talking about that are seeing that demand. And here's what's happening. And here's what's going to happen now. There is already a shortage of supply, meaning there are too few resale homes on the market to keep up with the demand of the buyers that are in the market in these areas. Now with this stay-at-home order and lockdown and and everything that's going on, there are even though people are still going to sell and buy, even if they don't have to, they're still going to be doing that. There are fewer people that are going to be selling. They're saying, "I'm going to wait. Uh, we need to, or want maybe not need to. We want to move. We need more space, or we're going through this divorce, or whatever. But we're going to wait." And we're going to wait at least 30 days before we make a decision now, or we're going to wait 60 days to see how it all blows over. It could also and be a matter of job instability, right? Wondering if their their employer will still be in business. Good point. Good point. Because now with what, you know, with, with this new order, uh, there are businesses that again are going to feel the effect and there are businesses that shame on them. And I love to support local business. You know that, but, there's a lot of businesses that didn't take this time and opportunity to refocus and they, they, they didn't shift. They, they just status quo. Here's my business. Here's how I earn income. And well, now they're going to feel it. Um, and they might not be able to afford the home that they're in, or they might not be able to upgrade like they were hoping to or whatever. So we're going to see a lot of that. But fact of the matter is there's going to be less homes listed on the market this spring than there would be in a normal year. And even in a normal year, the supply would be low. So the inventory of homes is going to be so low that the buyers with so few choices are going to have to settle on what is available 
And then what is available is going to see a shit ton of offers. And what happens in that case? Low supply, high demand, lots of offers. Where does the price go? Goes up. We're in for an interesting ride this year. Yeah. Mark It'll my be words. To see. I, think the, I think the spring will be very low inventory still. But I think especially as the vaccine is um, is becoming more widely available throughout the course of the year, like the summertime, maybe in the summertime, we'll see high inventory, which we normally would not. We will see higher, higher inventory. Yes. yes. No question. I agree with that because you know, and I was saying this uh, the other day to one of our colleagues is there's something that happens in buyers' minds, you know, when you're a buyer, when the calendar turns from, you know, March, from February to March, certainly something happens, but then from March to April, April to May, and then May to June, like as soon as, soon as that weather starts warming up in our climate, right? Um People want to go out and buy cars and buy homes. It's yes. it's historical that that is a fact. Um, hey, how did you get your hands on a new mug? So what happens when you're friends with the supplier? Ah, dropped one off for you, Diddy. Do you want to showcase that? Because we're going to give some away. For those of you uh, listening and watching right now, well, if you're listening, you're going to need to watch. So go on to ktconfidential.ca, find episode 114 and watch. I don't know how many minutes this is going to be in, but figure it out yourself. Uh, Adrian is holding up this uh, new Tumblr. I'll showcase this, new- this. This is our, so there's going to be a gap on the back here, unfortunately. But yeah, I'm not happy with that, but it is what it is. And it looks pretty good. And uh, they're nice. Walled. They're nice quality. Yeah. It's a double walled, insulated, hot or cold beverages will keep them warm or cold for a very long period of time. Nice cork bottom, very comfortable to hold. You've got this pop-on lid. And it acts, has, that cork bottom acts like a slip grip kind of thing. Oh, it's fantastic. I'm yeah. going to get one right now. This will this will uh, fit in any car's cup holder. I challenge you to find me a car with a cup holder that this does not fit perfectly into. It will not spill. I have a cup that's slightly too large for my car's cup holder spot, and it drives me crazy. This one will not give you that problem. And yeah, this if one, you look this at one the is top, perfect for the car again, holders. Lighting is bad. It's got two holes, a big one and a small one. Depending on what you're drinking, you can adjust it. Small, the, and then there's a big one somewhere. And it's a nice turn, right? Like, it's not cheap. It's, it turns oh, yeah, nicely. They, it locks in place. It snaps into place perfectly. Yeah, the seal is pretty, pretty good. And uh, so these are hot off the press, folks. Uh, the new KT tumblers for 2021. We are going to be uh, giving these away throughout the year. Uh, so clients will have access to them. Our staff will have access to them. And you, our followers, I'm going to give first, 10 away. First access. I'm, first access. You, our followers, are now getting first access. These are hot off the press uh, just in the last couple of days. Comment and, a topic uh, for us and you get one. How about that? Uh, leave a comment below about a topic for an upcoming podcast. And at the end of the comment, just say, I want a Tumblr. And we'll figure out how to get one to you. And oh, hang on. Is there, a, instead of saying, I want a Tumblr, get the coffee emoji, the coffee cup emoji. There you go. We'll have Ian drop it on the screen right now so you know what it looks like. Yep. 
There you go. That's a great idea, Adrian. Uh, so you'll leave a comment with a topic on a future podcast and end it with the coffee cup emoji and you'll get a tumbler and we'll figure out uh, we're not i don't know uh figure out how to get to you safely or do a porch pickup uh you can come and pick it up from uh one of our porches or or uh we'll figure out a spot for you to uh to grab it or we'll drop it off to you if you're local or we'll ship it out to you uh when we feel that it's proper to do so probably in 30 days from now or so but but we will get you one of these tumblers so uh first uh let's do first 10 comments first 10 comments with a uh topic for a future podcast end it with a uh coffee emoji and you'll get one of these they i gotta say i like the finish on it i like that kind of matte finish and i feel um, it fits nicely in your hand and and the cork bottom it 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 prevents it from kind of sliding around or anything and yeah i did test it in my uh cup holder in my car and, and uh and it's and it's nice it's it's yeah i think that's the perfect size so so these are awesome um free first 10 uh that comment anyways um episode 114 of kt confidential if you have been listening up till now please make sure that you do like subscribe and comment and leave that coffee emoji. You'll get one of those tumblers. Uh, I think that wraps it up for today. I'm, I've got lots on the go. Uh, you didn't even want to talk to me today. So, uh, well, just, to, so just to summarize for people that actually wanted to know the answer to their question, uh, if you are selling your house, nothing is, is preventing us from selling real estate right now. It's a great time. Um, you know, we can't foresee if there's any changes in the near future, but currently uh, you have nothing to worry about. And, hire the right agent and you will do very well. Well, to add on that, you know, just plug us a little bit um, or for those wondering what we are doing, we are very busy. We are extremely busy, but all of our showings, our initial showings are being done virtually. So, so myself, Adrian, and our entire team, we are very well versed on Zoom, uh, WhatsApp video, Facebook Messenger video. FaceTime. We have all of these uh, virtual means. Um, I just signed up a brand new listing. I haven't been to the house uh, at all. We had virtual meetings. They flipped their camera around, took me through their home. I I can see now through, I mean, cameras are good these days. You can see what you need to see. Um, so we don't have to be in your house if um, if that's any consolation to the process for you. Uh, we are very, um, very cautious and very protective of not only our team and our suppliers' safety, uh, but also you as a homeowner and anybody visiting your home. So uh, extreme precautions are being taken. We do have access and all of our team has access to fresh booties, gloves, and masks on a regular basis. Um, is this a screen capture for uh, Insta? I'm just, just taking a picture, yeah. Um, so not to worry, folks. Uh, precautions are being taken. So if you have to sell your home or want to sell your home, um, we are limiting our in-home um, or in-person activity to the very bare minimum. We can still do everything at a very high level virtually. 
um, and we're being very, very safe. So, and we've had no instances of anybody being sick or coming into contact with anybody being sick. Um, certainly no, nothing COVID related. And, uh, we did a lot of transactions throughout this period since last March. And a specific uh, topic uh, that's come up a couple of times also, sorry to interrupt. Uh, people were asking me about open houses. Um, since the beginning of COVID, we resorted yep. to, um, substituting traditional public open houses with a virtual live feed video uh, through our Facebook channel and it's been exceptionally well received uh we've done extremely well with it we received numerous inquiries on properties through it we have made we have booked numerous appointments after the um virtual open house for people to subsequently come and see the house um so it's been a very very effective to the point where you know it will probably become a standard process for us indefinitely yeah uh, our process used to be three open houses in a row Friday, yeah. five to seven, Saturday and Sunday, two to five with every single new listing. And uh, on March 12th, we decided to uh, cut that out completely. And uh, we haven't done an open house since, uh, but every every new listing does get a virtual open house. And uh, in the beginning, it was a little bit ugly, like people like our staff and ourselves. Everyone's we didn't awkward. Yeah, it was awkward. We didn't, we've never done that before in that capacity because it, it, you know, for an hour you're walking around by yourself in the home talking about the home and, and, you know, how do you hold the camera in the winter time? You're, you're, you got fucking goobers coming out of your nose and how do you say, Oh, hang on a second while you blow your nose. That happened a few times or, uh, or you're getting the pasties because, uh, you know, you're talking for an hour straight and then your throat's closing up. So you got to get drink water. We figured all that shit out folks. Okay. So our virtual open houses are pretty going pretty smoothly. They're getting lots of attention. And, uh, like Adrian said, a lot of, um, a lot of inquiries because of them and, and, and our sellers have had great feedback, uh, on them as well. So, um, you, you learn as a, as a company and as an entrepreneur, how to shift and, and focus on what's important to your clients at this time. And, and, uh, I believe we've done a very good job of that. So anyways, that's it. Episode 114, KT Confidential, the real estate podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. We love you. Stay warm, stay safe, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Ciao. Bye-bye.